Sentire Media Thank you so much for downloading our podcast from Italy. I'm Jason. Ciao, and I'm Ashley. And together we run, own, and operate La Tavola Marche Agriturismo and Cooking School outside of Piobico, Italy. I'm sitting warming my tush by the fire right now on the 30th of Jan- January, 30th of December. Yes. One of the last days. It's a ra- last days of the 2013, a rainy, crappy, cold, wet day you know i love this shit i love (laughs) rainy weather (laughs) wow that is class ladies and gentlemen it's actually late today normally we do the podcast in the morning but it's already almost two i can't believe it i know i (laughs) but we thought let's just do the hot you know hit the mics and uh it's a rainy day we were up late last night um doing our first ever online live interactive cooking class which Went okay. It went um, as best as can be expected or hoped for, considering all things considered. We had three classes that we offered yesterday. Uh, the, well, the first same one, class three times. Yeah, the same class three time slots. And the first one was the EU time slot, which was our kind of practice run. Beforehand, we had uh, done it with a friend to see if it worked. And I don't know. We were nervous and excited and trying to figure out. Jason was using the mic for the podcast and a mic stand and that didn't work so hot trying to get the little um webcam to work and by the second one we were going strong we had rigged the what is this called the receiver for the podcast um, it's <laughs> called a digital audio recorder we used cooking twine <laughs> and wrapped that around his neck like a little necklace and he talked through that so his hands were free which uh much more ease better um things we have to work on is timing um yeah you go you start cooking i start going too fast um also the recipes that i write out then i'll do things differently when i actually do it it's funny because jason always mentions in his cooking classes that most recipes are wrong but i always think why doesn't he say including hours because it's true there's things like you do it out of order with from the cooking class or i added a clove of garlic when it i didn't put it into the which which is why i never give recipe cards in my cooking i know and because you're not used to having people have to prep their ingredients. You know what you've got in the kitchen and that's, in the house. That's true. And so you're just like, oh, I'll just – you don't even think about the garlic because you know you've got it. Are we recording? Yes, we're oh, okay. recording. Well, last time we forgot to hit record. Um, what else happened in the class? It was cool to have people interact and send their questions and things. By the third um, class, it was 10 p.m. our time, 4 p.m. East Coast time, and – uh, when it ended at 11.15, I was cooked. We were exhausted, and the feed uh, the feed like shut down. Oh, yeah. The, the, it dropped, <laughs> the broadcast. It dropped us off. I don't know why. Um, well, I, well, we'll figure it out. But technical difficulties to work out, and we'll get it right. And that's why that's why we're doing them. Just but to- we want to thank everyone who joined and or was interested in joining and who tried to watch and it wasn't working or who participated through the whole thing. It was cool to um, have you guys be there and be part of it. And thanks, yeah, for going through the kinks with us. And we'll get our act together. They'll get better. Just like the podcast, right? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to do another one, aren't we? What's that? Oh, yeah. So announce the second class. Well, look at the calendar. I don't know what the day is. Uh, (laughs) Hold on. Okay. I'll figure it out in my head. I think it's December 5th or January 5th. Next Sunday. Next 
Next Sunday, we will be offering our second online live cooking class. The menu will be... Oh, but we don't have our time slots set or anything. Should I really be announcing this? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because let's see. Next Sunday... I'll do the menu as he's looking this up. The menu is going to be scallopini. And Talk about could, that, Jay. We, well, we do hear veal scallopini, but scallopini you can do of anything. You can do it of chicken, turkey, uh, pork, veal. And why is this something that is not, like, cheesy? Like, is this veal scallopini? Uh, there's a million different <laughs> to me, ways. I wouldn't know. Like, I think, what is that? There's is that a just... million different ways to make scallopini, and it's something that you could come home and, and have di- literally dinner in five minutes. And I was just playing devil's advocate because I love this dish. Um, and I always say, let's make veal in the pan, veal in the pan. Um, the second course or the second dish that you'll be making is potato cabbage mash. Well, say it in Italian because it sounds so much nicer <laughs> than potato. Pata- uh, what is it? That's what you do patate ca- uh, cavolo. And people at home might be thinking, what? Why are you teaching us how to make mashed potatoes? Uh, because it's not mashed potatoes. It's mashed potatoes and cabbage, and it's awesome. It is freaking awesome. It's absolutely freaking delicious. And even in the cooking classes here, sometimes I think people are thinking the same thing, like, all right, we came out to Italy, and we're going to do a mashed potato dish. All right. At least everything else looks good. And then when they're eating it, they're, they'll go, oh, my God. <laughs> idea something about the cabbage it's just a simple simple thing but it's delicious and it's if you know how to do the little things in that dish correctly yeah you're right it comes out good because if you overcook your potatoes and they get watery then your whole thing's just like watery and mushy because the cabbage is more watery and mushy and it's also funny i'm sure i'll bring it up during the class too but um that Gaji now almost demands that's on the menu when he comes over during the winter. Like, that's a given. That must yeah, be Yeah, he always asks for that <laughs> He one. loves it. Um, and then finally? And finally, um, we are doing a dessert this time. I will do our uh, Nutella walnut tart cake. It is, yeah. It's brownies for big boys, and I love it. Nutella, check. Chocolate, yes, please. Walnuts. Super easy. Another five-minute one. And, uh, and it's just, I'm going to do the, for these classes, I'm going to do what I want to cook. I know. It was really funny because, um, we had a lot of questions or about substitutions for chicken livers, which is a bit funny. I mean, I understand if you are a vegetarian or something, but, um, it chicken, you can substitute different types of livers, but chicken liver crostini, there's livers involved. And that dish had the most, um, kind of questions or flack before the class and was the overwhelming favorite after the class. It was so cool to watch people say, I would have never tried this if I didn't do it with you. Well, there was a lot of, uh, not a lot. There was, uh, we talked to a couple of people uh, that we were, when we were figuring this out and they were like, well, you really should try recipes that are more mass appeal type thing. And I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. I'm going to do the ones that are interesting to me. I know you were talking about doing rabbit and I think that we'll definitely do that. One of these coming up because people could substitute chicken, but freaking try rabbit. When else are you going to learn how to make rabbit? Totally agree. So I know it'll be good. I'm excited. I love these. Um, so that's going to be on the 5th of January next Sunday. And within the next, we'll get our act together within the next day or probably within the next day or two. Well, tomorrow for the time, New slots. Year's Eve for the time slots. And um, if you didn't get a chance to sign up, this is another freebie one. So uh, you guys. Yeah. Get them while they're hot. Get them while they're hot. <laughs> because as soon as I get my act together. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a PayPal button next to that. <laughs> Register button. Um. But yeah, we have a long, we have quite a ways to go. But it was great. So I hope you guys come and 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 um, 
share the kitchen with us on a Sunday afternoon. I know. Um, what else is going on? Well, there was the living nativity scene. Living nativity scene. Yeah, living yeah, nativity it scene. It was a bummer. We missed it. We were doing the cooking classes. In, so, in Pio Bico, in yes. Pio Bico yesterday. And it was on and off rain. Poor Pio Bicase. <laughs> it's been so warm and so mild of a winter and then the day of the presepe the uh nativity scene the it started raining that afternoon and i just thought que peccato what a pity um the italians are very well at least i was just in town and everyone was very happy to see 2013 go away oh a lot of horns a lot of Putting the horns to ward off the bad spirits for well, 2014. We were just reading that New York Times article about Italians and gambling. And the oh yeah, you want to you want to read that one? Go for it. What do you? I'm not sure what you're doing. Oh well, <laughs> you, you I don't know where it is on the computer. Oh. You pulled it up. Switch me microphones. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so in the new, um, it, it was on the uh, national news here, and in the new, and then we saw it in the New York Times uh, just the other day. But apparently, Italians spend a ton of money per person on gambling, and there's several different ways. That, in fact, a off-track betting opened up in Urbino. That was so weird. Which is the strangest <laughs> Urbino? This <laughs> OTB? Tiny, oh, this tiny little town where you could bet on anything at this desk thing. Um, in every bar, there's the little video poker machines and um, scratchers. They're crazy for scratchers. There's also like a lotto, like a like this thing in all the in all the tobacco shops with the TV screen where they draw the numbers like once an hour. Um, but go ahead. Okay, uh, here's the, the staggering um, staggering stats. The um, article in the New York Times is titled "Fears of Social Breakdown as Gambling Explodes in Italy," and it really is something we've seen. And uh, you'll see at the little cafes all of the kind of quarter dollar. Oh, sorry, Jason already talked about that. I was reading the thing. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, duh. Um, okay." So. For 2013, it's projected to reach $115 billion in revenue for spent in gambling, which is insane in a weak economy like Italy. Um, in a small on, country. In a small country, on average, one in every $8 spent by an Italian family goes towards gambling four times more than 15 years ago. Well, yeah, that's a random... <laughs> well, time how much, frame. It, there was a breakdown per person how much the uh, okay so the residents in pavia which is where they're saying um it's the worst it's the worst it's a wealthy region they spend four thousand one hundred and twenty four dollars a year on gambling more than double the national average so they're saying the average is sixteen hundred and fifty dollars yeah, a, that's a we, lot of money. That's a well, lot every of once money. in a while, I'll get like a two dollar scratcher, and I feel like I'm living the high life, <laughs> going I, wild. I can't believe that they spend four. Th- f- what was it? Four thousand something euro a year? Yeah, and no one wants to spend more than thirty bucks a night at an inn. <laughs> <laughs> but you got, but you got four grand to. Uh... Everyone wants their piccolo sconto. Uh, <laughs> well, it's the it's the dollar in the dream. It's the dollar in the dream. Well, this um, town it, um, up in Lombardia is trying to ban these gambling machines. Yeah, or cut them down. But I guess it's such a windfall for the for the state because the bar owner takes a cut, the state takes a cut, and then um, the gambling the machine owner takes a cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a perfect segue into Jason's ongoing series. Um, bitching about bureaucracy. Yes, welcome to part two in the God only knows how many parts of my bitching about the bureaucracy. I, I think we're more in more than two in. 
Okay, Italians. Italia is wonderful, beautiful. The we only love thing it. we love it here: the people, the culture, the food, the weather, the everything, the government. So, I I talked about it a little bit. We'll in my soon last be banned on Italian airways. Oh my god! <laughs> I talked about it on uh, the last podcast that I have got to get my Italian driver's license, which is which I'm dreading like like the plague, especially in a time in, uh, when. Places like New York, you can now just online renew your license. Well, I'm not renewing. No, I know. But I'm just saying in the age of uh, online ease, this is not that. No. It's going to cost about 750 euros. I have to go to two, uh, three different offices to get all – four different offices to get the necessary paperwork and the learner's permit. I have to take the driving school – um, the classroom, as well as the the um, practice uh, practical with the instructor and the dual car for ten hours. The classroom instruction, I think, is six weeks. Let's try to bribe this one out. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Sorry. Okay, I have to get a full medical physical. I have Which to I get love. all the paperwork I submitted for my immigration in triplicate. And um, I, then I have to go and apply to take the, uh, once I take the pr- practice exam, I believe then I take this folia rosa, this pink slip to the another office to apply for the driving test. But I have to wait exactly 20 days and then they'll give me a date after that. All in all. Wait, wait. Th- you, I think you forgot one. When do you have to go and say that you're mentally sane? To drive, or is that part oh, of that's the doctors? Part of the, that's part of the physical. But I'm that sure. is hysterical too. <laughs> all in all, it's seven hundred and fifty euro out of out of pocket. God knows how much time and gas and oh, it's going to be a everything. Lot. And this is why I, my first inclination is how do I get around it? Mm-hmm. Instead of okay, you have to do it. It's I my only other um, foray into getting permissions or was the. Um, what did I get? Lifeguard. The, the lifeguarding, which was a freaking debacle. <laughs> Go back about a year and a half and oh listen to that summer story. <laughs> this is going to be three months of my life, and God knows how much money. And it's just, I want to follow the rules. I really do. But when you make it, when it's so difficult and so time-consuming and so ridiculous, my it makes me my first inclination is to try to beat the system and i don't want to do that well and most people would be thinking that in this modern time and treaties and the i'm going to say it all wrong the schengen in <laughs> um, well, my- no no no. i was just going to say that you would be able to transfer your driver's license um from you know a valid driver's license a bit easier it's too bad we don't live in a country like well obviously <laughs> if you live in the european union you can change your driver's license from country to country however as of March 2012, the countries with reciprocal exchange agreements are Algeria, Argentina, Ecuador, El Salvador. Here's my favorite ones. The Philippines, Japan, Tokyo. Uh, no. Uh, Estonia. Estonia. I don't even know where that is. Taiwan. Philipp- Japan and Taiwan, if I'm not mistaken, drive on the other side of the road. And they speak a language that has totally different characters. Yes? Squigglies. Um, <laughs> Uruguay. Uruguay. Just the most random. So if you're from. That's what I'm saying. It's hysterical. If you're from these countries, you bring your driver's license from that country and they exchange it right uh, automatically. No questions asked for an Italian. good to go. GTG. You should just bring that. um... Oh, and Zambia. Mm, Okay. Zambia. So. So expats from out there, you guys are good to go. You guys are good to go. (laughs) 
And I wish it was just, okay, here's the book, read the book, study the book, because the whole, the whole practical test is 20 true false questions. The whole driving exam is 12 to 15 minutes. But... Oh my God. So that's all it is? That's all it is. All that for 20 true false questions and a 10 minute driving exam. Hold on. But here's the best part. You have for the driving exam, you still have to rent the dual car (laughs) and the instructor. But do you get to rent it for 15 minutes? No, 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 no. You have to take it for God knows how many hours because he's blocking it out for that day. So I get to rent it. I, I it's awesome. Know. That's our segment, Bitching About Bureaucracy. <laughs> and that was Bitching About Bureaucracy. Join us next week when I have to pay my Taurus tax. <laughs> so on a fun note, we just got back from Bruges. Um, a lot of people, que- we get questions on where do we go in the off season when we're closed or, you know, that idea of being able to drive around and travel within Europe um, so easily. And it really is. We got cheap tickets through Ryanair and um, went up to Bruges. Flying to Charlois, and uh, it was a cool city. We'd seen the movie and thought, "All right, (laughs) good food, French influence." There's a lot of um, you know super touristy restaurants, of course, but uh, tons of old churches. mm -hmm. um, We climbed to the top of the tower. We went to the the, um, the Basilica of the Holy Blood. Yes, where Jesus's blood appeared out of nowhere. There's canals. I don't think that story was right that Jason just said. Um, <laughs> there, it was really cool, and um, it was very festive. We saw um, a boys' choir, the Oxford. I'm gonna. I can't remember now. The new name. Oxford boys' choir, which was incredible. We had. I s- cried. Um, I Tears were streaming down my face. I don't face. know how we pulled this off, but for some reason we had like up, like literally second row seats. Well, no, like three rows. Whatever. It was awesome. It was perfect. Not too close, but we got to, we could see the little boys and (laughs) (laughs) that sounds bad. We could see the little boys, yeah? Little boy. But um, it was great. Uh, they were incredible singers, and um, it was it was just great. It was you. Cl- I like to close my eyes and listen because then if I if I kept my eyes open, I would concentrate on one person, and we were so close that you could pick out their mm-hmm. voice. I know. I saw the little kid who had the sniffles, um, and the food was great. Walking around, it was really festive with the ice skating rink. I'm trying to think the what food were the food was great. Walking around, you've mentioned food three times. By the way, oh my god, seeing my face on camera yesterday, fat. I'm I'm <laughs> excellent at putting on weight. You, once we stop working excellent. and I, excellent. <laughs> once we stop working and I, and, and we don't move as much every day and, and we go on vacation and tell all that, me about it. I'm really good at we it. We were drinking beers and stuff. I know. Belgian <laughs> drink, beer is delicious. But you start drinking two beers before dinner, another drink or beer with dinner and you're just getting, you feel full and fatter quick, <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't stop me. No, no, no. You pushed on through. You pushed on through. So it's good that the uh, holidays are almost over so that we can stop. Speaking of food, before the podcast, we uh, had a little lunch. And quick question, Jason, with mortadella, mustard or no mustard? God damn it. Mortadella does not get mustard But you used to love it. Okay. Mortadella. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about mortadella. Mortadella is a type of, it's almost like bologna kind of, but it's not. Yeah, not, but it, it has pieces of way better. It's as it does have pieces of fat in it. You'll see the white marks and sometimes pistachios. That's my favorite kind. You get it sliced paper thin, mm-hmm. transparent. Yes. And then you come yes. home and you make toasty bread. You drizzle a tiny bit of olive oil and red wine vinegar 
and you put the mortadella on top, the hot bread, and it kind of melts. It in. sounds so weird because Jason would be like, "You want some vinegar on this?" And you're thinking, "What? No, I want some spicy brown mustard on here. That's gonna be good." And it becomes, it goes from like a bagel with mortadella idea with the mustard. That to, makes no sense. Okay, keep going. To a crostini that is a bit more delicate. Whatever. You're trying to be highfalutin. No, it's not Here's highfalutin. Here's what I'm saying. I mustard does not belong on mortadella. If I ever have a sandwich shop, which me and my brother always talk about, or one day I would <laughs> love to just have a sandwich shop because I, we love sandwiches. Anyway. If you come into my sandwich shop you're, and you ask for mustard on your mortadella, I'm, I'm not doing it. Get out. Well, you're a convert or a flip-flopper. I am a flip-flopper, but... You really are. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into it. Um, all right. Let's <laughs> talk about... All right. About- here's... Let's- <laughs> no, we won't get into it. Keep going. No one cares about this. Go. It's just Hawks 49ers talk. Um, all right. So I thought it'd be fun to do a little recap of 2013. So... Uh, 13 things that happened in 2013. Walk, walk, walk. All right, keep it professional. Come I'm on. Sorry, you're the one making fun of me. He does this little jig dance. Well, that's the most cheesy thing to do. 13 things. Well, I didn't realize what it basically was. Okay, so in no particular order, uh, we learned how to make gelato. We. Had porcupines eat all of our pumpkins. Well, not all of them, but a ton. We always have water problems. Always. <laughs> Still. Six years later. Uh, we butchered, I think, almost, I was counting 10 whole hogs in our cooker, uh, in our classes this year. Really? Yeah. Ten, so 10 pigs lost their lives be- just because of our, get, our students and us. Yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, a guest flooded our dining room. Oh, asshole of the year. <laughs> Um, we had our largest onion crop. Yeah, we did. Um, you ran into a pack of wild wolves in the road. Are wolves ever not wild? At the zoo. Okay. Um, let's see what else. We got to be part of a perennial plate video, which was really cool. Check James- them out. Perennialplate.com. Yep. James Beard Award winning filmmakers. Um, we hosted my sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, Italy got expensive. Italy got expensive to live in, yeah. That goes back to my bitching about bureaucracy. <laughs> We've already done that one. Um, what else? We had a yoga retreat. Uh, we found out Yoga Lush was much more luscious than yoga was lot, involved. A lot more lush, <laughs> lush than, than yoga. yoga. Um, we started posting videos. Yeah, Ashley started doing videos this year in 2013. Which was Any- really cool. Um, anything else you can think of? What about, how's your feeling about, do you love living in Italy in... Six years, six years on as much as you did the first day. Hell yeah. I love it. I feel at home. And are you sick of having people in and out of your house all summer long? No, I like it. Okay. And... Is this an interview? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you see yourself in five years? Mm, I hate that question. Um, What else? So that was our little recap. Very anticlimactic. But... um, a few things that happened this year. Oh, another thing to add to the list. We didn't have a fox massacre um, of our hens. That was a big deal. Oh. Normally, we have a pretty tragic end, and we didn't kill all of our hens. They're still cooking They're still along. They're still alive and, and, and pooping out eggs every day. Well, for the New Year's this year, we are doing nothing. I, um, I'm always worked in restaurants, so for me, me the too. New Year's is not a big deal because I usually had to work that day. And we, yep. and we're, we're, and uh, I don't really want to go anywhere. Do you? No, we just got back, and I like 
like the cozy nights. We'll have hot chocolate. And I'll, be, I'll be passed out by 1030. I'll be making popcorn, and I'm sure we'll all be passed out by that time. Mm-hmm. Pop some Prosecco at 8. <laughs> well, who are we kidding? 430. <laughs> all right. Very good. You- um, yeah, I wanted to say the song. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So we have our song of the week, which was back last week. Um, we didn't do it because we were just trying to do a quick podcast. Um, La Tana de Re. This is a song by Adriano Celentano, which is one of Italy's most famous male musicians who's also an actor. And Can you say that again? Adriano without- Celentano. Thank you. You said it with a cheesy Italian accent. Oh, okay. Fake Italian accent. Um He's great. He's got very much inspired by Elvis, his early works, and I hope you enjoy it. I it love sounds it. like oldies. I love this. I if, do. If you dig this song, go on to iTunes and buy his 50 greatest hits. It's like five ninety nine. And there's a there, ton. There's a ton of... It's just like... It sounds like oldies, but with Italian words. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> they had oldies in Italy, too. Did they have... Oh, oldies in Italy. <laughs> All right. Bring us home. All right. You can find us at... L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E. And that's La Tavola Marque. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Vimeo, um, our cooking classes online, our blog spot, Tumblr. If you like what you heard, tell a friend and spread the word, spread the love, let them know about us, and we'll keep doing them. Uh, check out the... Uh, be, blah, 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 be on the lookout for information regarding the cooking classes on five to five January and um, Happy shoot, New Year! Happy New Year! Thank bon you. Bon anno nuovo! Yeah, uh, healthy, prosperous, healthy. I already said that. 2014. Se tu non vuoi che un'altra stia con me Mi porti a letto il tuo caffè Devi capire che da quando è nato il mondo La donna non sta alla pari all'uomo Anche se vuole portare i pantaloni Il re della foresta sai chi è Un leone maschio come me Dimmi, 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 dimmi che tu Sono solo ma non credo che tu sei contenta Certo stai piangendo ma piangi forte Forte che ti senta se tu non vuoi che un'altra sia con me E mi porti a letto il tuo caffè Se tu non vuoi che un'altra sia con me E mi porti a letto il tuo caffè Se tu non vuoi che un'altra sia con me e mi porti a letto il tuo caffè Se tu non vuoi che un'altra sia con me E mi porti a letto il tuo caffè come, come, come te
Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com. That's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com and find out how to submit your show.